Te Whatu orders apologising to cancer patients who may face disruption due to a shortage of senior doctors at Dunedin Hospital. The hospital will lose its accreditation to train junior oncology doctors next month because it doesn't have enough senior staff. The unit should have eight specialists, but it's down to just three, and one of those is leaving in November. The hospital was warned in April that its right to keep training cancer doctors was in jeopardy. Te Whatu order concedes that some patients and staff may have to travel more or as a result of pressures coming on cancer services. Its interim chief national medical officer, Dr Nick Baker, joins us now. Kia ora, doctor. Can you tell us um, what patients will have to travel, where and how many of them? Um, kia ora, Lisa. Um, thanks for that. Um, we're still working through the implications, as you say, that we are down to three staff, three doctors, and we will lose another one in October. But we're doing everything we can to leverage off the capacity of our national systems to bring in extra resources to Dunedin to try and minimise the disruption uh, for families in Parnell. So what does that mean, leveraging off other services, shifting doctors around the country? So we, what we can do with the Tafatora is we can look at can we recruit in ways that we haven't We've been trying really hard for years to recruit to Dunedin without success. So how can we recruit differently? If we have any spare capacity around the country, can we take people in to Dunedin? And if we can't offer the care we need in some aspects in Dunedin, can Dunedin staff move to other areas where they can be fully staffed? So it's really a matter of sort of levelling the load nationally and exploiting our national potential. How come you don't have a plan? You've known since April when you were warned that Dunedin Hospital would lose its right to teach, that you were heading towards dire straits. Where's the plan? So the, we have been recruiting all of that time and we did believe up until fairly recently that we had significant um, staffing coming from overseas to help. The loss of accreditation is really a pragmatic response by the college to a centre that, as it's depleted in staff, no longer has the capacity to do do training of new staff. Yeah, still doesn't answer my question as to why you don't have a plan. You're at critical mass here. You're going to lose that teaching opportunity. You're down to very few senior doctors. What is the plan? The plan is to leverage off everything we can nationally. So we've already had staff from the need in travelling to other centres. We've had a small number of patients move already. But at this point, we haven't had to move a large number of patients to other centres. How many so far? How many so far? I don't know the number. Um, we it's have, quite important, uh, we have... that number, though, isn't it? So why wouldn't you know that? Because this is a very stressful time for people, I imagine. They can be extremely unwell, and having to travel away from your support system and district just adds to that pressure. Ballpark, how many are you yeah. having to move? I don't know the number we've moved, but in many parts of the country, people cannot get radiation oncology close to their own homes anyway because we have a finite number of centres that deliver so who, who are you talking about at the moment who can't get um, treatment locally? Um, that I, I don't know who can't get treatment locally. I think at the moment we've got 70% of radiation oncology patients getting treatment within four weeks of the time when they're due to get it for this appointment. And the remaining 30% get it between four to six weeks um, after. Ideally, everyone would be getting it within four weeks. So 30% of cancer patients are being treated outside the optimum time frame? That's right. Well, how acceptable is that? 
Um, that happens across um, other parts of the country as well. It's not acceptable. It's obviously a goal to get people within the optimum time frame, and we prioritise within the people we can treat within that time frame. What other regions have lost, lost so many staff that people are having to be transferred out of the region to get cancer treatment? I don't know the, the details of transfers. The, it is not the worst area in, in southern in terms of waiting times. There are other so parts what's the worst the area, that, Doctor? Um, I can't tell you off the top of my head exactly who the worst area is, but I think that the issue is that we've got um, workforce challenges in Aotearoa just as across much of the, the world, and we have workforces like radiation oncology that are dependent on a very small number of people and if we cannot recruit for those posts, we have major difficulties. We hope that by recruiting differently and potentially recruiting... To differently how? Service, differently how? I'm sorry um, to interrupt, but differently by, how? Because you've been trying by, for a long time. Yeah, by recruiting to a national service as opposed to trying to recruit to Dunedin. It may be that we can get staff, to say, to come to Auckland and spend some time travelling or um, recruiting in different ways. Um, if we keep doing what we're doing, we'll get what we've got. We do have to just keep exploring... Um, what we can do. Thank you for your time this evening. That is Dr Nick Baker, who is the Interim Chief National Medical Officer with Te Fatu Ora.